Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 14th of March 2020. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. And Gordo. Alright. You guys have already recorded the Patreon Cheltenham Day 2 podcast. This just feels like a slowdown. <laughs> this is like the Cheltenham card. It's just race after race after race. We're doing podcast after podcast after podcast. Yeah. This this thing doesn't happen to the weekend though. It's even like <laughs> Cheltenham always happens today. And it's currently loading. So that's the best place to start. Just on the Patreon, if you hear this, you're probably getting it at day four, so there's still a f- uh, day of racing to go. Um, you can get this, join the Patreon, we've got f- three tiers, $5 to support, $10 you get a wee extra bit in Andy's cheat sheet, $15 you get all the Cheltenham stuff, we've done UFC events, we'll do cycling, we'll do wrestling. Premier League of Darts every single week, yeah. golf majors coming up as of April is a busy time for the Patreon tier, it's $15 a month, guys... It's not that much, especially for people that are into gambling. Like, I bet bet most people would throw a tenner away in a heartbeat now and again. I'd throw a tenner on a football match. If it's a weekend, I always say I try not to bet during the week. If it's a weekend, I'll throw a tenner on a first goal scorer just so I've got an interest in a game that I'm watching, even though I enjoy football. So if you're listening to this podcast, you can unlock all that extra content and it would really support us as well. It costs a tenner a month. We'd really appreciate it. Andy's first pick yesterday. Bingo. Oh, and the would cover you for six months of this yep. podcast. And that was on the only day I don't don't bet on horses, so I don't bet midweek. But that was the point I made was Sky Bet yesterday. We're doing that ten pound risk free, so it wasn't even a free bet returned if you lost. It was, it was cash. a tenner back. Yeah. So I put it on your pick after listening to the podcast. You, you didn't get your stake back though, did you? <laughs> you got winnings. I get way more than that back. And also the point is, all three of us. Have joined the Patreon as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I won't be like like literally that point. I don't do the Cheltenham. Andy doesn't do UFC. God on Andy and is it your mate that's going to do the WrestleMania one? Yeah, Chris. I I, pro- I probably won't be doing the right. wrestling one. I know nothing about that. Yeah. So, so like, ah, but I fucking it's fun to learn. <laughs> so we are all absolutely bought into this ourselves because ideally this is going to become a huge network where I'll not even be able to attend half the podcasts we do. So if I want to listen to them, which I do. I'll be downloading them and need to pay for them like everyone else. So on that, two... I mean, I mean, how much work goes into this, Gordon? It's so early. <laughs> I, I like the morning as well. Not just the morning though. The evening before, uh, evening after. Like uh, it's just you, you, there's so much research needs to be done to give a concise opinion. I mean, there's one thing knowing and being an expert in various different sports. It's another thing doing a one take forty minute episode where you need to be on top of everything. <laughs> yeah. So much prep work goes into this. It's basically a full-time job. Yeah. Um, so if you guys could support us... That'd be fantastic. Because we want to do more. We yep. want to grow. Thank you very much to the guys that have signed up yeah, this so spe- week. Speaking of that, two people have unlocked the top tier, $15, everything. We've got David Mitchell, Mitchell David, Mitchell Smith. What a guy. One guy. Um, he's joined $15 tier. Thank you very much for supporting us. It, honestly, so appreciated. 
And the other one is a friend of ours, Susie McCabe. Superb. Scottish comedian of the year runner-up, 2012. Um, one, she, of, one of the funniest women fucking hilarious. in the United Kingdom. Yeah, easily. And, I mean, I'll sell out tours. Explain, Good friends with Judy that. Murray, I believe. So. Yeah. <laughs> Glasgow, Glasgow <laughs> Comedy Festival's coming up. Yep. Um, King's Theatre, Saturday 28th of March. 22 quid, 22 quid. There is still tickets available. Bargain at yeah. 22 quid to see Susie. I mean, it's... Because the thing with the Comedy Festival is... I hate when you see an act that you want to go see and it's like a Wednesday night. Mm. This is primed. You've eaten your Saturday night, out for dinner, go see Susan McCabe, you'll have a fucking excellent night. There are still tickets available, but it is selling fucking tremendously because I like, and the Kings, I always like to choose my seats and I'm like, fucking hell, other people have been on and jumped ahead of me. Got my good seats. I've not got the edge of the queue seat when I really need to piss because you don't want to lift a road you're on a comedian's set. I mean, Susie does too as well. She's been out of Australia. Um, she's done, I think, Melbourne and Perth fringes out there as well. We do have listeners out in Australia. So if anyone sees Susie McCabe playing anywhere, do go and see her. Yep. Can I just make one final point before we move on to the next section? This is going out in Cheltenham day four, isn't it? We'll get out for day f- or Yeah, probably day three will just have finished. Day three. Right, so... Gold this- Cup. Yo, I was going to say Gold Cup, but that feasibly could be from your yacht in Monaco by then. <laughs> if we get him all right. If I, if I have a day like yeah. I had yesterday yeah. again. Well. Sorry, Andy's a bit hoarse because he's been drinking magnums of champagne. <laughs> um, and as a result of what we've just said, the guys have been doing podcasts, we get Premier League darts, we've got other ones. So we're going to try and go through last week's picks as quick as possible. Not because the results were poorly, but we'll get to another Patreon advert later on in these picks. So my banker came in, Liverpool at home at Bournemouth, 1-4. It was too much of a steal. I even didn't know it was the early game until I got a goal alert for Bournemouth and at which point I went in and got it even money. You re-backed? So, no, because I never backed it because oh, I, I, I thought it was at 3 o'clock. So I hadn't even checked. So I got Liverpool at even money to beat Bournemouth just because I was stupid and didn't realise it was the early kickoff. It was only 2-1, but it was such a fucking stroll. We had a guest last week. Yep, um, James McIver. He had Falkett beat Peterhead. They strolled 3-0. Such a comfortable win. He also mentioned on the extra, he mentioned minus one. He mentioned over 2.5 goals in the game as well. So, James, and nailed that, it. And other people took those picks, the, the minus one. Yeah. And that is the advert I was going to say right there, is $5 is the only way you can now enter the Facebook group. Yeah. And people like James McIver, who was a guest last week, who also does a podcast called Five Club, which is totally different and you'll enjoy it. These are the type of people that live in the Facebook group. Yeah. Help and share it. their thoughts. Yeah. And... I mean, there's so many people actually in that Facebook group we would happily have sitting in here. Yeah, and I, I think just to put on that point, we'll just continue with James's picks to us. James uh, took his value, Real Madrid away to Betis. Real Madrid was shocking. They lost 2-1. They were so disappointing. But he did get his outsider, Coventry, away to Ipswich. He called it Coventry, are nailing 1-0 wins consecutively. What a pick. Um, you were getting that roughly at 2-1. And then we'll go towards the positive news. His charity pick, Leverkusen v Frankfurt. Oh my God, I'm just realising how solid some of his picks were. They, won they were five, brilliant. Yeah, they won 5-0. Yeah, don't, he had don't mention that. The seat is already feeling <laughs> fucking rather... <laughs> James had a brilliant week. I, yeah. I, I was, that's why I was saying, oh, did he get four out of four? Because I, it was just so Real much Madrid. It was just Real Madrid. Um, my value came in at uh, Heidenheim. That was a really comfortable 3-1 win at even money. Uh, and I will talk about Heidenheim later. I just feel it's worth pointing them out just now. Uh, John, you got an outsider in, did you? No, my outsider got cancelled. Oh, that was what it was. Strasbourg v PSG, coronavirus and other safety reasons are all just are just destroying football now. So all the games in Denmark are now being played behind closed doors. Yeah, well, Rangers-Leverkusen means I'm not travelling now, away. It's a really unfortunate time for people who want to make the joke about people having no fans, because yeah. I've seen that joke for about <laughs> 300 teams now. 
<laughs> Let's talk about charity picks. That was the highlight of the week, yeah. Um, National versus Benfica. This was one I jokingly said because we were waiting on mine. This is the one I'd said I wanted National to be two goals up, guaranteed to win, and then us just to take almost all our winnings and National to crumble because National are in competition with Ryan Gold's Forensa for promotion. But they strolled 3 1 victors over Benfica B. Absolute stroll. They were, I think they were 46 before kickoff. Ridiculous. A stroll? I'm sure it was one each at one point. No, no, no. They went 2 0 up. Did they? Yeah. Did they go 2 0 up? Ah, okay. Um, I had Toronto FC against New York City. Toronto scored really early in this game. And then it got disallowed. And then it was 0 0 for a very long time. <laughs> uh, but with about 15 minutes to go, Toronto got the breakthrough, held on to a 1 0 win. And that was almost even money. They were 17 to 20. So that was, uh, I was really happy with that one. But the absolute standout for the charity. Let's move another continent. Yeah. <laughs> That's the third continent. The, odd, the odds were tremendous in this. Yeah. So Sydney FC really, really, they went down 1 0 as well, yeah. which was, and came back and won 3 1. 3 1. It was, I watched this full game. I, I was like, why am I questioning this? I watched this full game. Um, 7 to 5, I believe the odds yeah. were when they, when they played. Just a team that can clearly grind out results. So we put our three picks in a treble, Four. as always. But this week, we had a guest, James, who also got his charity yep. in. Fourfold, £108. Schmeckles. Right up there, £108, 84 pence. And that goes to our user contributor, Beats and Cancer Trust. And it's the 12 fundraisers in 12 months that Paul Sheeran runs. So it's Dandy Dawn on Twitter. If you want to go find his Just Giving page and feel like chucking him some money, do that. So that's 18 weeks now, new format. We talk about everything in terms of new, yeah, format. new format. It's like uh, BC and AD in terms of years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they, I do are, that. You, are you suggesting the birth of Christ was when I didn't have to pick a treble? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that with everything except Rangers' existence. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of in terms of AD, it's been we're in 18 AD. So it's been 18 <laughs> weeks in the new format. This is our fifth Charity bet win Right okay Out of 18 Which is brilliant In terms Because we're always Trying to pick something Around yeah. even money each um, £354 36 pence Total profit To charity That's excellent Like that's That's really good And with Gordon I also contributed Off a tenor stake Doing the, the cycling. cycling Yeah So yeah it, Honestly the, the guy's done Some really good Fundraising work And if you've got any money I mean I mean, obvi- <laughs> Obviously firstly Join the Patreon. Patreon But secondly Go go give Paul a look at Dandy Don on Twitter and he's got his just giving page up there. It's just raising money for Beats and Cancer Trust. The cancer survivor really means a lot. Also really means a lot if you join our Patreon. But yeah, that was last week's picks. Uh, it was a really good week, but James McIver, fucking excellent. What a result. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. mentioned there and Ryan Gold. So it's leg choice. I've pronounced it five different ways last week, but it's leg choice. You've got it nailed now. Yep. Um, they drew one each with Ferenza. Played the full 90. Scored late on. Got a booking. So he's suspended for the next game. Um, it seems like this was a planned booking because he's been on the, yellow, the, the fourth yellow card for, I think, seven games now. And they play at home to second bottom next week. And thereafter, there's a run of three games where they play the top three or four. So I think he's been sitting on this booking. And he knew he had to get a booking in this specific game. 
or else he'd risk missing a really big game in the running. Yep, that makes sense. Total um, sense. They went, what, what did he do to get the booking? They pulled know? somebody back, was going away from him. Ah, so you can easily manufacture it's, that. It's the Sergio Ramos Ajax, remember that one when he yes. needed And he ran up and kicked the ball away and stood in front of Craig Thompson. Like, I just, come on, where's my card? Where's my card? <laughs> um, so they went, uh, Lake Choice went 1 0 up with a header. The left back's terrible. He just stands there and doesn't even try and lean into him, just lets the guy get a jump on him. But our man Ryan Gold scores again. Absolutely, it's on Twitter. Absolute beauty. We dink in at the far post. When does the Scotland squad get picked? I mean, he's not in it. Like, I know that much. Uh. I just don't know um, what, like, he would know, but he'd definitely need to know by now if he was in it. And he's not. Um, but the wee bit of controversy behind the goal because their right back clears the ball. So it's about 85th minute. And he goes down as if he's been touched. But the ref's like, not been touched at all. But he's still on the ground. Forensa attack down that side. So the right back is lying on the ground and their player goes round him with the ball Brilliant. and cuts it back to Ryan Gall to has a great finish into the top corner. I'm a big fan of that. The referee controls Se- the stoppages not of fi- the game. And also said it wasn't a foul, so there was no need for the guy to but go even, down. even if it was an accident, um, regardless of whether it's a foul or not, I hate that, that you should automatically put the ball out. Yeah. No, the referee decides. If it's a head knock, the referee decides to stop the game. Otherwise, you play on and Do you play and you play at the whistle. Referees are first aid trained, right? I know they're not doctors, but you know, see if you know football. I've been on a football pitch thousands of times. I know if somebody's injured. Yeah. I, know, I know if somebody got hurt in a tackle. Yeah. I would know, regardless of this stupid head knock rule, I would know whether or not to stop a game. Yeah. So I do think, see when players lie down and players cut the ball out, see if I was the refs, I would be like, he's not injured. Yeah. Like, I know he's not injured. He's doing this so you kick the ball Because if he gets back up and comes back on this pitch in 30 seconds, he's going to yellow card. Yeah, that's honestly the way I'd manage it. The rule was head knocks, but use your common sense. If somebody's fucking broke their leg, you should be like, "Oh fuck, this is serious." I think they, I think they would, yeah. But yeah, because the guy, the right back, got straight up after the goal was in the rest face. So you're like, "Ah, you fucking dick." Yeah, good. Get, get, it, get it right up you. Um, different continent. Ziggy Gordon, Central Coast Mariners. They have slumped to their eight successive defeat. They are rock bottom. They're six points adrift, and they lost three one at home to Wellington Phoenix. Um, they were just really poor. I feel really bad. The first goal sums everything up. Uh, the young boy Miller, who's the right back that's came in, Ziggy Gordon plays right centre half. It's a ball inside the two of them. Miller goes to almost press the left winger before the pass has even been played. And the midfielder just changes the direction of the pass in between him and Ziggy Gordon. And it's a str- shot straight down the middle. The keeper should probably save it. Mm. But it's just a horrible start. And see, to be honest, see if Central Coast are going to start winning games, they can't afford to fall behind. They cannot. Um, probably one of the most impressive performances was Johnny Russell. Um, Sporting Kansas 4, Houston Dynamo's nil. Played 70 minutes. That's them won their first two games 3-1 and 4-0. They are flying and they did quite well at the end of last season. They did. They put a run in. They had no business being no, anywhere near no, the playoffs. Nothing. Um, so they went 1-0 uh, up. Lovely finish. Polito, like that Thierry Henry far post finish. And Johnny Russell goes uh, is pure celebrating like mad because he's running onto his left foot. But he sees the curl on it, like, perfectly. So it's just a fucking beautiful goal to watch. Um, Johnny Russell's involved in the second goal. He puts the free kick in, but it gets headed and drops. And he was involved in the third goal as well. Beats uh, three or four players, plays a one-two with somebody else, and then the striker scores the goal. Um, but they looked they looked really good. They looked like they could score at every single move. Um, Lewis Morgan, DC United versus Inter-Miami. I seen his preview. Uh, they're really good with their social media yeah, for out of Miami. Like really good. Yeah. Um, he seems it's to actually, he seems to actually be the poster boy because David Beckham is talking about him in an interview, yeah. saying that he's he's probably the most experienced player to have. Yeah. Because he's played he's played top flight and played in Europe, 
So none of those have that. Um, and Miami got the first ever goal yep. in the MLS. Uh, Lewis Morgan set it up. Nice wee cut back on the six yard box. He then scored to make it 2 0. Have you seen it? No. No. He scores to make it 2 0. Edge of the box, takes a deflection, goes in, celebrating. And then VAR reviews a move. Maybe, I mean, it was 15 seconds before that. Uh. And a player who's already on a yellow card has deliberately, like, I mean, it's deliberate, it's not accidental. He's fully, like, pammed the ball away from a player's head. It's went down the left, been cut inside to Lewis Morgan, who's ran with it, hit a shot, deflected in. So not only did the goal get disallowed, the guy then got sent off. Uh, they then conceded the penalty. Five minutes later, went one each, and then he went 2-1 down with a free kick that hit the post and was rebounded in. It was a really good finish. I mean, I've got a feeling this year it might be, certainly in the early weeks of this MLS season, backing against Inter-Miami. Yeah, I think they'll struggle at first. They're a brand new team. Yeah. You know, you talk about it takes time to gel new squads when a new manager comes in. This is Brands new, just out the packet. Um, John, you've got experience about this. What, wait, what happened with Rangers when they went down? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, another player that's been added to the Scots abroad roster is Sam Nicholson. He used to play with Hearts. Yeah, he's at Colorado Rapids. Uh, they've won their first two. They won two one against Orlando City. Um, he had a really good performance. Like every highlight in the first half. He's involved in it at some point. I totally forgot about him. He's only just turned 25. I really liked watching him at Hearts, but he moved very young. He went to Minnesota when he was 20. So he left Scottish mm. football and went, I'm away. Brilliant. See you later. It's, to be fair, someone offered you, you were like, here, do you want to play in a Hearts team that is falling apart? Or do you want to try America? Oh, you want to go try America for a couple of years? I know. It's Minnesota though. Is that not really cold? And he's went to Colorado, which I think is also. Yeah. Well, it's the cold, right? Leave him alone. <laughs> um... Yeah, the the goal from, who was it, Namley, I think it was, receives it inside like, the number 10 position, beats three players, lovely left foot shot from outside the box. That was really the highlight. Um, they went, they were drawn back to one each in like, the 85th minute and then scored from an 89th minute corner. Absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, so they won. Other games that will fly through, Ollie Buck didn't play, Jordan Horsgrove didn't play, but they lost. So they're now only two points ahead of Ibiza because they've lost games back to back. Charlie Gilmore didn't play, but Telstar won 1 0. Gary McKay Stevens only played 10 minutes as a late slub, uh, late, late sub, New York City. No, lost. I like slub, slub <laughs> pretty much, eh? Um, but Toronto beat New York City, as we've already discussed. And Chris Cadden came on at half time for Columbus Crew. They drew one each away to Seattle. He came on for an injured left back, so he played the left back for the second half. Liam Henderson and played Drew one each way Trapani. There's no highlights because all the games are off closed. Closed. Oh, the cameraman's not allowed in. Well, I don't think I don't think they're bothering because I mean, most of the games weren't covered anyway. So why mm-hmm. would you risk going? Did you see the thing about Italy though? That the whole the whole they've quarantined nation. everyone. Yeah, the whole but, nation is unlocked. But have you seen about the school kids? Because they're all off school. What would you do if you were a school kid and you were given the day off school? Go out and play. Go out and play. So the parks are full with school kids. Just kids. So instead of them being locked in a fucking school together, they're all just out in public. <laughs> and I think all the parents are the same. They're like, fucking, days off work, man. Fucking... Did you... See, coronavirus-wise, it really doesn't really affect children kids, that yeah. badly. Did very, you... very rarely, yeah. Did you see the thing about the Chinese app that makes people check in for the like for school? So they're all still off school. They've developed this app where you've got to check in to say you'd started, you did some study and you logged in. But lots of school children found out if they downvoted it enough, it would get taken off the app store for bad practice. <laughs> 40,000 40, children um, voted it at one star and it was immediately removed. <laughs> see, see the, thing fantastic. the thing with China, though, if you're a child at nine years old, you've been working for like four years. So ah, you, you got a bit graft you know how corporations yeah. work. A manager by then. Did you know what Gary said, though? Um, Our esteemed producer, esteemed Gary Black. producer, 
it was in the know on all things. Um, he was saying, see, because of the encouragement to wash hands mm-hmm. and be more sanitary in the UK, the the last weeks of February and the first two weeks of March are the highest rates of seasonal flu normally every year. Yeah, that has dropped by about eighty five percent. Wow! So we have literally got rid of seasonal flu because everyone was being bogging bastards. It's dropped like like so drastically that we've almost abolished a thing that has been existing for like forty years. I mean, it's not gone, right? People have still get flu, but that that's all that was stopping it was actual people taking care of themselves. Do you know? Do you know? I seen Incredible. the I seen the gym the other night. Like first time I've ever seen this, and like coming out of the gents' toilet, some guy was going to wash, walk out without washing his hands. Somebody shouted from the change room, "Fucking wash your hands, you prick!" Well, I mean, and the guy went and, and went back in and did it. See folk calling out each other on doing that now. Aye. That could get the flu down by another five percent. And see, in do any... I saw though at the Air United Dundee United game, what a guy taking a piss in the corner of the toilets, <laughs> like did, not in a urinal. Did he wash Just his hands? Just in though? the corner, did he wash his hands? No, did he? Guy. <laughs> I was in piss. I mean, that- I mean, this isn't this isn't like a nice toilet. It's like a yeah. brick outhouse thing. But even still, imagine 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 that was his line. Like he pissed in the corner, then went over to the soap, and it, there was no soap in it. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> try to be sanitary here. It's just like you know, guys, come on. Um, on our sponsored players, Jamie Barjonas did not play for Partick Thistle, and as a Rangers fan, I'm fucking raging because Partick Thistle are struggling, and they've taken a boy on loan from Rangers who was in our academy side doing well. And he's fucking not... He could Because he missed the Inverness semi-final, which yep. we lost. He could have played in that. It makes no... I know I know Liverpool do it with Rangers. If we take a player on loan, he has to play a percentage of matches. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there'll be a stipulation in there that goal. he must get used. J- Jamie Barjonas is not getting a game in a fucking struggling party for team. It makes no sense to me why the move even happened. I mean, Ian McCall is in trouble yeah. down there. Like, they're really struggling. I mean, they're drawing, they're drawing the games that they really need to be winning. Yeah, and teams around them are also picking up points. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the championship scores the last couple of weeks? It's been loads of draws. Draws. Yeah. I think it was four or five draws. Queen and again, and four or five draws. Fairman was another one that that's the first points they've picked up. It's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. Last one, Carlo Monte, one in Rangers. They drew two each. The Sponsored weekend. player. Sponsored player. But there's a weird one. I was talking to Ben Grant, who's the social media director for Cowan and Rangers. <laughs> I love the they're, they're, director. They're like, they're like something like, what, is it 14 points clear at the top of the table? But the team below, team in second, have like eight games in hand, yeah. nine games in hand. It's the tell, but their, their games yeah. keep getting called off. So if they win all their games, they're going like fifteen points clear. It's absolutely mental. That so that's if you, allowed if you to just, happen. yeah, if you just looked at the league as a snapshot, I mean, oh, they're ten points clear. They're going to win this league, and you go, no, 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 the team can still finish a full fifteen points ahead of them. Yeah. Who would you rather be in that spot? Oh, the team chasing. Would yeah, because you, you know you can so, win the league because it's such a big window. Yeah. You'd rather that than points in the bag. Yeah, but then having said that. At New Year when Rangers beat Celtic and we're two points behind by game in hand, I was like, I'd, I mean, it's in our hands. Yeah. And then, I don't know what happened I mean, it still, it still wasn't your hands. I don't know what happened to our hands. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't wash them. <laughs> yeah. It's like a pish in the corner. Move on to this week's picks. So the picks for Saturday the 14th of March. I'll go first. The Banker in Australia. Melbourne City versus Western Sydney Wanderers. Over 1.5 goals is 2-9 to nine or 1-4 to four on Unibet, which I don't think any of us have or know. How I have a Unibet account. There you go. Unibet account. Haven't used it since last year's Cheltenham. And they've go. been texting me like crazy this yeah. week. They gave me 10 free spins on a slot machine last night and I won 68 pence. <laughs> this was really easy for me to calculate why I think this is over 1.5 goals. Melbourne City's average home game 
exactly has 2.9 goals because they've played 10 games. West Sydney Wonders have played 10 away games, exactly 2.9 goals. This will have over 1.5 goals. The, the Australian League has been picking up. There's a guy I follow out there, um, I think it's Douglas Neal. <laughs> Every week, he just posts a picture of the scores and goes, I love this league. <laughs> no, nobody gives a fuck about defending. <laughs> My banker, I am closer to the UK. I'm in Belgium, the Jupiler League. This game is Sunday at 5pm UK time. It's Wasland Beveren versus Ghent. Ghent are in second place. Wasland Beveren are rock bottom of the table. And they've been atrocious recently. They're not just bottom of the league. They're also bottom of the five-game form table. Zero points from a possible 15. <laughs> Scoring twice, conceding 12. So they are getting battered. battered. Um, they're also bottom of the league's home table. 11 points from 14 home matches this season. Scoring 12 times, conceding 30. Ghent will be far too strong for them. They're 1-2. I like it as a banker. I, I like it. The only thing, Ghent looked dead and different away from home. But I don't know if that was because they were, they were in the Europa League until the last round. So I'm not yeah. sure if that's had a massive impact on it. Because it does. Look like there's been games in there that I've just seen as their away form. Yeah, but they're actually games. different games yeah. against much much better opposition than, than Beveren here. Very good pick. Like it a lot. Thank you. Um, so my pick is Elgin at home to Brecon, a much closer to home affair. Now, I had selected this game for my uh, for my my picks. I did it on Monday. Obviously, just selected the next game that Elgin were playing. They played last night and won. They did. get 3-2 against Cowdenbeath. Elgin have it over... Um, Brecon last three games they've played have been 3-1 4-2 and 3-1 um, that's 2019 2016 2009 the last two but the most recent one when they played last year they won 3-1 it'll get on a bit of a tear at home beat Cove Rangers 3-0 uh, start Big of February that. beat Sterling 3-1 beat Cowdenbeath last night 3-2 Brecon away are terrible they lost to Cove Rangers they drew with Edinburgh City lost to Albion Rovers lost to Cowdenbeath and drew with Stenhouse I mean it is worth saying Cove Rangers and Edinburgh City are by far the two hardest games that you will get in that league did you see Cove Rangers was out last night 7-1 away to Stirling yeah that, that's why they're hard to yeah. play against but um, Brecon I mean if you look at their away form oh, it's bad. they are awful I, I'm looking for the extent of back to early 2019 they've won two games away from home against uh, Albion Rovers and Sterling yeah. one to two you're getting for them I think that's a good price I'd have been happy taking them last night at uh, a slightly higher odds but uh, one to two is brilliant at home as well against a team that plays so badly away yeah. from home and the thing with Elgin is they're pushing for this promotion chase um, they want to stay ahead from Cowdenbeath and Queen's Park the only way they're doing that is by winning games. They're on 43 points. So And breaking around 17. Yeah. They're rock bottom of the table. Rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, I like my, it. My value in Australia, again, Wellington Phoenix at home in Melbourne victory. Home team, Wellington Phoenix, even money. They've won five out of five at home on the spin. Melbourne victory's away form is 1-1, drawn two, lost two. It's the second best home team to the third worst away, although that league's only 12 teams. But Melbourne victory, we've talked about this. They're really solid at home. They are horrendous away. They've been involved in the Asian Champions League as well. I don't know how that's going on if the games are still going. They did play two weeks ago. Need to see how it works games, out. Games aren't going on at this point. That's out for a while. Okay, Wellington Phoenix will win this game. But we, I think they'll be really comfortable there. They they look really good when I've watched them. Like, what odds are you getting? Even money. That's brilliant odds. Yeah. My shout is also even money. I'm back in Belgium. Uh, so sticking in the same country as my banker, same as you, John. It's Varagim against Standard Liège. Sunday, 5pm, 
Fifth place Liège, ninth place Vagram. Vagram are in a slump, two points from their last five matches. Liège have a respectable eight. Liège have gained 18 points on the road this season. Vagram 23 at home, so they're they're not awful, but those points have not come recently. That's the point here. Um, their last five home matches have been one win, one draw, three losses. Overall, they are winless in their last six, two draws and four losses. I think this is a good spot because you're getting evens on standard Liège against a team that is well out of form and on the slide. Do bear in mind, Vagram are also known as SV Zolte. Right, okay. This is the. <laughs> I don't know why. This, so the, this pen, is the Tyrol thing from Austria when I couldn't find the team. Yeah. So depending on what bookmaker you're using, they will either be down as Varagem <laughs> or SV Zolte. Those things aren't even close. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, best searching for standard Liège because it's standard Liège you want to pick at even money good man uh, I really like our value treble for this week I'm going to finish it off with Sydney FC at home to uh, Perth Glory watched the Sydney game last um, week emphatic 4-1 win um, they scored a, I actually just double checked it was actually 4-1 they scored another late goal I missed uh, that then so emphatic 4-1 uh, win they're playing Perth Glory now Sydney's last two home games they drew with John Buck in the Asian Champion League and lost to Western City Wonders, which is why you're getting a better price. However, in this game, the last six times they've played, they've won it by an aggregate score of 21. 21 what? Wee. So, like, Sydney FC have beaten them the last six times they've played. Um, Perth away form hasn't been great. They lost to Newcastle. They drew with Brisbane. They lost to Tokyo. They drew with Melbourne City uh, in the last four games. I mean, they're, they're a pretty good team. However, Sydney are a much better team. Yeah. Uh, at home, you're getting just over even money. You're getting 11 to 10. I really like our value treble this week. I really like that pick. I think it's excellent. Um, Australian football, was, like we've talked about this before, it's so good to watch because the time it's on. It's yeah. the perfect breakfast. Um, my outsider... I'm going to Czech Republic where I've not been for a while. Um, the home team, Mlada Borisov, are playing top of the league, Sparta Prague. Mm-hmm. Normally I'd be nowhere near this, but Mlada Borisov are a team that I picked a lot because their home form has been exceptional. They are the, they are the, the home form in the league this year. Um, Sparta Prague have lost to Slovakia and Bohemians since the winter break away from home. Both those teams are a lot lower in the league than Mlada Borisov. It's been a while since you've picked Borisov. I know. Because they used to be a staple. I mean, the form's still been pretty yeah. consistent. Their away form is fucking dog shit. <laughs> um, they're third in the league. Sparta Prague are the best away team. But, like I said, the recent form since winter break, they've lost three out of five away from home. They've lost the two teams below them and they lost the second away. So I kind of dismiss that one. But the defeats, 1-0 at Slovakia and 3-1 away to Bohemians, those were big results to teams that are mm. not good. Mada Borislav at 5-1. to one That's huge. Are a really good pick. I'm really... Like, even... I, I almost had this, the double chances, even money, that's as a, my value. That's a big outsider but five. 5-1, to one, Borislav at home to Sparta Prague. I would get on that. I think it's really good. Like I said, Sparta Prague, best away form, if you look at the form. But the last five games, have lost 3 out of 5. And even as the best away form team, they've only picked up, like, 50% of the points available. It's not like they're picking up a lot of points. Um, so 5-1 to one was just too good to turn down. That's a huge price. Uh, my outsider is not as big a price. I'm in Germany in the Bundesliga Zwei, so the second tier in German football. Saturday at noon UK time, Bochum versus Heidenheim. I picked Heidenheim to great effect last week when they won 3-1 against Karlsruhe. This time, uh, they're fourth placed, one position, only three points behind the promotion slots. 
Bochum, 15th place, one position and only three points above the relegation slots. So two very different teams here with very different ambitions. Bochum have picked up 16 points at home this season. Heidenheim have picked up 16 on the road. Form-wise, Heidenheim have taken 10 points from the last five matches. Bochum have taken eight. Extend this to 10 games, though. It's 18 for Heidenheim, only 11 for Bochum. Bochum do draw a lot at home, and I think that's why you're getting almost 2-1 to one on Heidenheim to win this, which I think's a great price. 9-5, to 2-1, Heidenheim win. I like it. Yeah. So, my outsider got cancelled. My actual one, which was Austria-Vienna versus Admira, oh. which was a draw. Um, interestingly enough, speaking as a St. Johnson fan at work, I'm going to take Hibs St. Johnson as a draw. Right. Now, St. Johnson have only lost twice in their last 15 league games. They've really picked up some um, some decent form. That surprises me. Yeah, that like, surprises just, me. Just hearing that a, out loud. But there's a lot of draws in there. So, Hibs St. Johnson... We were doing really well until last week a game against Hearts yeah. where we got systematically demolished. Um, mm. 3-0 down. We, we've got to go back. Uh, St. Johnson's away form, they're pretty good. They beat Aberdeen. They drew with St. Jo- uh, Ross County. They drew with St. Mirren. Um, they seem to draw with teams around them yeah. at the moment. Um, our home form, we beat Inverness. We drew with Livingston. We drew with St. Mirren. We've got a couple of draws in our last five. I quite fancy this. Five to two you're getting for a draw. I think if you asked me at any point what the Hibs St. Johnson result would be, I'd say a draw. Like, doesn't matter what year it is. Like, that's just fucking... Um, the, the last time this was played, it was two each as well. It's a draw. Has anyone been keeping an eye on when Commandment play Hamilton? No. It, it happened recently. Did it? Yeah, it was like a couple of weeks ago. And again, it was an absolute mental case. I like, just think it's to... something... We, we joke with this if you're a new listener. Commander Hamilton's always a draw. Like, it unless, is, unless we back it. It's just a game to fucking steer clear of. It's one you it's think... 1-0 oh, right to Hamilton. Exactly. And the goal was in a 90th minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was keeping my eye on that because I was like, I'm glad we've avoided this again. My dad took Hamilton last week for three... I think four what, draws. against the Rangers? Uh, uh, no, no, no. In that game, sorry. Oh, in the game against... Uh, Four draws last week. Big shout out to him. Uh, Pound got him sixty-seven quid back. Lovely. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> I was laughing because uh, obviously another Hamilton player has been investigated for uh, gambling. Yeah. So obviously the manager got suspended for ten games off the back of uh, a gambling addiction sign up. Yeah. Um, so it looks like it's a couple of players are now been investigated as well. That <laughs> I seen a fucking excellent tweet from a Rangers fan. Gone. This is fucking shocking. Hamilton are involved in match fix and they come here and win one 0 We should get the three points. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird thing is, Hearts obviously got that great win in the Edinburgh yeah. Derby, but the teams above them, Hamilton, have been winning as well. Yeah. yeah. So Hearts are still bottom of this league, but Hamilton have now jumped above St Mirren. So Hearts twenty three points, St Mirren twenty six, Hamilton twenty seven. Are Ross County get, getting pulled back in on twenty nine? Possibly, it's yeah. only six points above they, Hearts. They looked, considering how poor Rangers have been away from home, they looked really poor. And we, Hearts and Hamilton are picking up points yeah. now. This is going to be an interesting run-in at the bottom of that league. Um, my boss at work, great guy, Simon, uh, is a huge Hibs fan, goes to all the games. I have a bet with him, a rolling bet, forever. Every time Hibs play Dundee United, whoever loses on the Wednesday of that week has to buy lunch for both of us right, at, okay. at La Lanterna. So it's not a cheap experience. <laughs> And this has been going very badly for me, of late, obviously, as a Dundee United fan. But for his Christmas, I got uh, I put £10 
in a shop at William Hill, a wee paper slip, on hearts to finish bottom, seeing as he's such a big high beat. More as a joke. I didn't actually think that yeah. would happen. It's quite a big price. Yeah. It might have been like 16 to 1 or something like that. So Simon's now sitting with this ticket. So maybe he can get me lunch yeah. at Lal and turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, charity picks we've mentioned it before it will just be our free picks this time £10 of our own money goes on the treble all profits go to charity which has been uh, Beats and Cancer Trust I'll go first um, I don't think anyone's mentioned this yet so I'm going over to Australia for Sydney versus Perth Glory <laughs> <laughs> um, you took Sydney to win yep we're not conflicting bets here I'm just going with the 46 slash 45 option of both teams to score Perth Glory in this fixture don't score a lot of goals as they you score mentioned. score one goal. Uh, However, they're away form recently. Uh, well, they're home form in general. These two teams score a shit ton of goals. Sydney averaged two scoring per home. Sydney averaged one away from home. Yeah. Um, Sydney are just breaking all the records. They're, they're just absolutely phenomenal. Um, but I do think from watching the defence and watching the last few games, they've definitely got goals to concede. So... You'd said, I think you'd said, do you fancied 3-1? I fancied 3-1 is the correct score, yeah. 2-1 is 8-1, to one, but just to stay focused on this, I'm picking both teams to score. So if you wanted to combine Mines and Goddles, I think it's 2-1. Yeah. If you want to combine both, the both teams to score, score and Sydney to win, because yeah. that's how I think it'll go. I think it will be 2-1 or 3-1. I would also like to point out to everyone just now, the charity bet, while we do it as a treble, these are all really good, well-researched picks yes. in yeah. their own right. Just because it's in the charity doesn't mean <laughs> it's something we don't fancy it's yeah. speculative and the results show it as well yeah back really in these singles we've got really really good results in here i think my bet of the week's in here actually the one the one i like the most i've put in the charity i'm in denmark in the super league sunday at 1 p.m silkeborg against fc norgeland norgeland are in fifth spot and 38 points silkeborg are dead last 14th in the 14 team league only 15 points through 24 matches so they are not good Norseland are the informed team in the entire division. 13 points from the last five matches means they're top of the five-game form table. Silkeborg, only five points from their last five. Silkeborg are the worst-performing home team in the entire league. Only eight points have come at home, so just about half their points have come at home. That's really poor from 12 home matches. Norseland have picked up 14 points in the road. As we spoke about earlier, coronavirus-wise, all the games in Denmark are getting played in front of zero spectators. Right, okay. So I think that probably helps Norseland even more. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no atmosphere to contest with. No, no atmosphere to contest with, and they're a much, much better side. They're the team in form against the worst team in the league, the worst home team in the league. Everything about this screams Norseland win for me, and you're getting four to six. I like it. I really like it. That, that's, that, I, I, honestly, I agree with you. I think that's your best pick. I think that's the, the best the, pick. The two Belgian ones, I think the, the, the home teams are just so boring that they could bore a draw out of the game but this one I think's solid what are you getting about 45, 46? 4 to 6 yeah this, nice. this is a that's definitely your best one 100% all over it France Friday Liga Nationale Liga Nationale last week was a fucking crap shit um, and the I worst s- I saw the Facebook group comments uh, I didn't have any bets it was on the insane National. so at half time all of the teams at the bottom of the league were leading alright you sent me a screenshot yeah. of, you know, the live table and they've got all the little arrows oh, next to it. And, all greens the and reds. 
it was like the league was back to front yeah. or something. That's <laughs> crazy. I, I tilted my screen wrong. Um, but the one team that I did predict would win would be Boulogne, and they did it again last week. I think they'll do it again this week against Leon de Schur. Last four games, they've won 4-1, 1-0, 3-1, and 1-0. And the game before that was a 0-0 draw with Pau, who are top of the league, who are also pricks. Um, <laughs> the Pau pricks. Um, Leon de Schur haven't been too bad. They draw a lot of games away from home. They actually drew their last three draws have all yeah. been one each. Um, they're a pretty good team away from home. However, I think Boulogne on the run they're on are going to be able to beat them. So I've got this uh, four to five or six to seven, seven to eight, whichever. They're actually all in sequential order in the bookies. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm very comfortable taking Boulogne here. They've been really good to me the last couple of weeks and they've been, they got relegated last year. So they've clearly got their shit together yeah. now and they're climbing back up the table. Four to five. Yeah, I like it. They're on good home form. The only concern is that Leon Deschere are good enough to get draws away from home, but I think yeah. it's Boulogne win. So, Gary, that's Boulogne versus Leon Deschere, not Bologna versus Leon. Yes. <laughs> Which may be a Europa League fixture. <laughs> um, so that's a charity pick. £10 of our own money. It goes in the treble. If it comes in, it goes to Beats and Cancer Trust. If it doesn't come in, they get the tenner anyway. Um, that's been the podcast. Facebook group. Facebook group. Oh, mate, that thing's amazing. There's too much stuff in there, though. Isn't it just fucking brilliant? A big shout out to Jacob Feldman, um, who shares basketball picks, great basketball picks, but also talking about how he's now getting into the Premier League of Darts. <laughs> <laughs> so he's out in Panama and he's uh, he's watching Premier League of Darts highlights on YouTube at like three in the morning. Um, thanks, Jacob. Cheers for getting in touch. Really hope you're enjoying the darts. Um, our Premier League of Darts podcast is every week on our Patreon. It's worth pointing out the Patreon app is amazing. Yeah. So it's a great app. All our content's posted in there once you unlock it. It's not like you have to fiddle around with websites. It's got its own in-app player on your cell phone that plays over the top of other apps. Yeah, when you come out the app. that's, that's When the, you come out the app. That's the best part. So it's, it's, it, it's proper and it's really, really good. Um, so darts in there. Brian Clark pointing out Benevento were playing again and there were some tremendous price on Benevento at 1-2. Um, I also posted- back to go in play. Again as well. He yep. was like, next goal's 15-8 to eight for them yep. to score or something. That came in. They won 4-0. Um, I was I was all over that Benevento game. Uh, one of the things that I said for Cheltenham was, if you didn't have a Bet365 account, what you should do is load up 100 quid in there and stick it on a yeah. banker to unlock all your free bets. The banker being Benevento. So a lot of people will have made some decent money on that game. Jared Warren always posts good stuff. Card markets. He's got some great insight into bookings and referees yes, and what referees are. That, that, amazing that's analysis. A tr- that's a tremendous uh, little fourfold that he's doing in the game. So what he's doing is, you, if you join the group, you'll see it as he's doing like uh, over zero cards for the home team and away team and then over a goal if he fancies a team. And it's just those little free builders off of, I think it's Bet365 you must be using. Yeah, he, he bet builds on Bet365. You roughly get like 47, 46 for that combination. But think about it, you're only asking a team to get a card each and a goal for the favourite. And these are ones that he's researched fully. Yes. Yeah. So he does, what, four games and he roughly does get between three and five to one Yeah. on the fourfold. It's really good. Another thing to say is, thanks very much again, Jared, for sending across... He sent across some Cheltenham stuff as well ahead of time. Um, didn't have to do that at all. Got in contact again. So it just shows how active the Facebook group is and people really care about this kind of stuff. So excellent. Some guy called John Walker had uh, Jay Rodriguez to be offside at least once. Mate, what a bet that was. Mate, that was ridiculous. So what had happened was um, during the UFC, I had won a good bit of money. Uh, sorry, no. 
during the Saturday kickoff, because that was later. I done really well at the weekend, but I think I had like maybe eighty five quid off of my coupons, and that was the five thirty game. And I was just looking through, you know, the stupid request about stats. Yeah. And under it, it was like Chris would to be offside once. He was like one two. I was like, right, I'm not putting eighty five quid on that to get forty. That's dodgy. And then the next one down was Jay Rodriguez to be offside once, and I was like. 75 or something yeah 75 Aye, over evens I was like that doesn't make sense I was like he's a quick player how because what I'm saying with Burnley and is, especially in these VAR days there's going to be a ball up to Wood that he's going to at some point flick on yeah and R- Rodriguez is so quick that he could just miss time his run and it was like 20 minutes in boom it was done. a ball, ball that broke to him and I was like he's offside he's got longer hair tied back that is Jay Rodriguez that is my money in but then I started to panic because it wasn't paying out and it was the way you know some people word one or more and some people do one plus. Yeah. So I was going, oh, I fucked this up. Danny one two. Plus. But then about 20 minutes later, it paid in. I was like, I knew it was just one plus. Superb. Couldn't believe it. Ridiculous. And the biggest shout out of the week, Michael Stokes. Amazing work. So he does international rugby union games. I yep. don't mean international games as in countries playing each other. I mean rugby union outside of the UK. A lot of times South Africa. Five out of five in the super rugby this week. He's consistently picking out winners. Yeah. In international rugby union matches, I'd say he's like most valuable Facebook member of the week, man of the match, employee of the month, <laughs> all, all that stuff. Well done, Michael. Follow his follow yeah. his rugby picks. And if you're not in the Facebook group, you just search uh, Trample Bet. Bet Podcast. But you need to make sure that you're signed up to our Patreon. Five dollars, three quid. It's three pound a month. Three pound a month, and all you, J Rodriguez, five pound J Rodriguez, the profit would have returned you for two months. I'm not asking you to bet big, you would literally cover it with a £5 bet. I mean, yeah. th- that's less than the cost of one pint of beer. Yeah. Or if you're a wanker that gets fancy coffees. I mean, I only drink black coffee, so it's... it's no, a, I get fancy coffees. It's a couple of them. Yeah, about fancy £3. £3. Yeah, exactly. So it's less than one of your fancy coffees. Um, if you go to www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet, the supporter tier of $5 will get you in there. It also gives you access to a load of other fun things that we do. For instance, we've got a trampled bet fantasy draft football league. I've now had the largest points total in that four weeks running. I forgot my username. largest. Point. <laughs> Do you know why he forgot his loser name? Because I was doing Lose, bad. Loser name. <laughs> Can't wait for the fucking he's rock bottom in I, the league. I cannot wait for the new fantasy baseball. Oh, fuck! Fa- I need to think about that. that there's too, fantasy baseball. There's too much going on now. Is coming up. Um, we've set the league up in Yahoo. If you want involved, join in the discussion on the Facebook group. Uh, we've got 10 signed up. Hopefully John signs up. That's 11. About, so there's one about, slot about, for I'll definitely join in. I'll join in. Join in. Get involved in fantasy baseball. It's good fun. There's good back and forth. It's a good conversation. Um, thanks very much for all our Facebook members and all the good content they put in every week. Yep. Um, that's the podcast this week. Have a nice weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.